Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central, simpler communications. Welcome to MLB Daily, your one-stop shop for daily baseball content. I am LJ LaFura, and we are a Belly Up Sports podcast. We are what they aren't. Brandon will not be with me today as we've decided to take these last two days off alternating. So if you listened to yesterday's show, that's all him. If you haven't, go back out and check it out. Also, make sure you check the unhinged radio network online we'll be posting the link on our twitter page at mlb daily pod a few times before it comes out but we will have our first week of best of mlb daily podcast ready for you all to go live on unhinged radio exclusively on unhinged radio starting monday at 5 p.m i can tell you there's quite a few really good sections here some good takes looks like i've pulled most of them together um it's going to comprise our talk about dinger we're going to get our corbin burns Young conversation in there some barstool sports stuff as well as our players of the week and our reactions to the field of dreams game so if you missed any episodes this week don't worry you're going to hear the best stuff in there if you want to listen back and hear through the highlights again we also very much recommend it. But why don't we go ahead and start off with some of the major talking points of the day. There's a couple of pretty big headlines in here that really have to go discussed. I mean, if they don't, I would not be doing my job here. Let's start with the one that I've been following most closely, and that is the return of Chris Sale to the mound. Chris Sale, a potential Hall of Fame pitcher for the Boston Red Sox, is making his first career start in two years and one day. That is 731 days since he last stood on a major league mound during an actual game. And he came back with a passion here. Chris Sale starts off with a strong five innings, six hits, two earned runs, and eight strikeouts. Those two earned runs were really the only blemish of the game. The only tricky spot he ever really had to deal with was in the third inning when he gave up back-to-back home runs to Austin Hayes 
and Trey Mancini, both with two outs on the board. Um, look, 90 pitches out of him, five innings. I, I don't know what more you could possibly want out of the guy coming back after all that time for his first time out. Of course, back-to-back home runs, the, the measuring tape distance of those home runs is not something to brag about. I'm not certainly happy about it, but you know, you got to take that stuff with a grain of salt when you have such a good pitcher and he comes out and pitches well in his first outing as a starter in years. Overall, this projects very well towards him having a successful return to the game and being a real contributor to this Red Sox team going forward. I really do have to credit the Red Sox organization for their ability to figure out the timing of this very well. Of course, he could have come back. Last series would have been his fifth day from his last rehab outing. Reasonably, seeing there was no real setbacks in his rehab, they probably could have skipped that last rehab start and gotten him back even earlier. But this stretch is the absolute perfect time for Chris Sale to be returning to this team. You think about it, they've got Baltimore here today, very easy coast in, and then his next start will be against the Texas Rangers. So he's going to be able to hit the ground running like he did today and get into impactful games with some momentum behind him, which a lot of other pitchers don't get that opportunity to, especially if their team gets desperate with them. But let's talk about the Red Sox a little bit here because it seems like things are trying to start to turn around in their favor after the by far worst month of their season in the past mid-June to this part of, or mid-July to this part of August has been a rough, rough stretch, but they really seem to be riding the ship. Of course, they have those 20 earned runs or 20 runs against Tampa on Wednesday The rest of the series didn't work out in their favor, but a decent spot to look at is at least, you know, you're able to put up those runs. The offense is starting to come back out of that ice cold stretch. They started the month of August on the pitching overall has pitched very well. I believe it is under a three ERA for the last 15 starts that the starters have had. I can't complain too much with a bullpen that has been solid in every game or most games up until this month. I mean, that really, if if I had to pinpoint it, has been the bulk of the problem is the offense going cold and the bullpen just fly out blowing games. But at the end of the day, they were a couple weeks ago, the ninth best ERA team in the league from their relief staff. They're still at 14. So they're an above average relieving group right now, even playing at their worst. So I cannot justify freaking out over that as for current form they just dominated the Orioles last night and then tonight or two nights ago and then last night they managed to have I am of course recording this very early I should have prefaced with earlier in the show but they are currently leading the Orioles 14 to 2 in the fifth inning this came especially in part to a seven run fifth inning I believe most of that was off of Adam Plupko Yes, Adam Plutko gives up seven earned on five hits, two walks in that inning. Jorge Lopez is the one who gives up the other seven in the first three and the third. 
four of which coming right off the gate, right out the gate, I believe, without recording an out. So this team is finally starting to fire on all cylinders. I genuinely think that, especially now seeing Chris Sale actually get into a game, they don't have that much to worry about. They're not in a situation where they're pushing. They're not, they shouldn't be in a situation where any sane fan is regretting not selling the farm for a guy like Max Scherzer, because not only does that hurt you financially and what you're able to do going forward, it hurts the farm system. And truth be told, this is going to be a decent rotation if you get the right pieces in play. Of course, you've got Chris Sale in here now to hold it together as the ace to be the guy, while you can also get similar starts from Nathan Eovaldi, while not consistently, you can get very good starts out of him. Tanner Houck hasn't gone very deep in games this year, but he showed that he was more than capable last year. And I know for a fact he is more than talented enough to have really dominant starts. And he has pitched, he's pitched well this year. I don't have his ERA pulled up right now. It is a 293 ERA over 30 innings. Of course, he did battle some injury during the year, uh, this year, which is part of the reason you didn't see a move to bring him into the rotation sooner. But you've now got a situation where you've got Sale, you've got Yavaldi, you've got Hauk, who you can all trust at all times. Pavetta and Eddie Rodriguez also really should be trusted more often than not. So, I mean, this is this is a really good spot for this team to be in, especially having the fifth easiest schedule going forward. They can really get some momentum going and make a run. I, I mean, five games is a lot in a division, but I certainly do not think that the AL East is out of play at this point. And there is no reason in my head why they should not be playing in the divisional round of the playoffs this year. This is plenty talented a roster. They can do it. They just have to go out and actually execute, which they haven't been doing of late. Another major topic from this early day in baseball for the matinees is going to go over to since or Philadelphia, excuse me, to the Cincinnati Reds and Philadelphia Phillies game where the Phillies managed to muster a no-hit bid all the way through into the eighth inning. I believe it was seven, seven full innings. It was that first out, uh, within the first out of the eighth inning, they give it up. Matt Moore starts this one off. Fantastic. Six innings, no hits, no runs, two walks, and eight strikeouts. It's then taken over by Hector Neris, who gives an inning of no-hit ball with two strikeouts before Archie Bradley comes in and gives up two hits, including the home run to Tyler Stevenson to give the Reds their lone run of the game so far. We're in the eighth, and the Phillies lead 6-1. to one. So, yeah, absolutely fantastic outing by this Philly team. It just further goes to prove that this Dodgers series did not phase them at all. I really didn't think there was any reason for their momentum to be down, for them to be disappointed about losing a series to the closest thing to a super team we've ever seen in baseball. This Dodgers team is unfair. I mean, there's a lot of great teams out there and a lot of teams that you, while you're 
not as talented, you should feel a little disappointed for losing a series, especially losing a series at home. The Dodgers are not one of them. They are the exception to that rule. But what I would like to focus on more than the no-hit bid, more than the Phillies right now, although the Phillies are in a fantastic position, that's really why I'm more bored of them than anything else, is that I know that they're completely fine. They're going to end up running this division right on in. I am pretty firm on that at this point. But I'd like to talk about Jonathan India, who has very quietly pushed himself into the rookie of the year. Not even just conversation, but pretty heavy front runner right now, just because of how, how, how great his numbers are, the more you look at it here. Of course, 24-year-old for Cincinnati here. He's played 100 games at second as their second baseman. He is currently slashing 278, 396, 460 with 14 home runs. That's an 856 OPS and a 118 OPS plus. It's overall, and this is an amazing season for him. You know, I mean, to start off, like this, especially if he's able to stay hot or even get a little hotter throughout the year, there's a scenario where Jonathan India walks out of his rookie year with a 400 on base percentage, which is ridiculous. I also find it incredible here. He currently leads the league in hit by pitches. So I'm not sure how he's managing that, but I mean, actually, you know, this will be a conversation for another time. I will write this down now. I'd like to go through and look at the yearly hit-by-pitch leaders. I have to wonder if there's anybody that's consistently on it. Like, I, I mean, I'm sure it's, it's got to be an art to actually stay in on those pitches. Like, it takes something to not get out of the way of all of those, any of those 18 pitches that managed to hit him. Other than that, I mean, of course, it's pure luck which, one, who, which guy is going to get near him that much but a lot of guys reflexively will get out of the way a lot more often than others so I'd be interested to see if there's anything there actually I'm gonna look it up now because it's gonna bother me but yeah I mean this is a this is a fantastic season for Jonathan India so far certainly something for this Reds team to be proud of as they come out of this year, which was a gigantic success. I mean, realistically, this was a division where I think everybody was pretty much picking, uh, actually really everyone was picking St. Louis. If they had to pick another team, they were going to go for it with the Brewers, which of course clearly is the right answer now. But I don't think anyone could really have that much confidence in the Reds for a number of reasons. First off, Jesse Winker, I don't think anyone saw him being this. I don't think anyone really thought that Nick Castellanos was going to be as good as he is. I mean, he has always been a fantastic player, but like to be up in the, for both of those guys to be in the MVP conversation is unreal. I don't think you could have really anticipated it. The rotation has also performed a lot better than I thought they would. Wade Miley, of course, had a great year. I think that was the reason that so many teams were so against Cincinnati. Of course, this was a playoff team last year, but they were a playoff team with the Cy Young, and that Cy Young player is no longer with the team. So a lot of it was chalked up to 
Trevor Bauer just being really good and kind of bringing, pulling this team to a playoff spot, which is certainly a very good narrative for the offseason as you're trying to figure out where's this franchise changing pitcher going to sign. But I mean, it, this clearly proves there is a lot to love about this team, but I do have the hit by pitch numbers up here, just flipping through of late. Anthony Rizzo has won it three times in his career. Not the guy I was expecting. You know, I know he walks a lot, but I did not expect to see him in a situation where he'd get hit by that many pitches. And then Wilson Contreras also took the 2020 crown for the National League, meaning meaning four out of the last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, four out of the last seven years, a Chicago Cub has led the National League in how many times they've been hit by a pitch. As for the American League, also Chase Utley went and three-peated in this section, which seems crazy. That, that's got to be brutal on your body to have roughly 75 pitches hit you at somewhere between 80 and 100 miles an hour over the course of three years. I mean, something's bound to go wrong. That's probably why you don't see guys repeat more than this is because if you get hit wrong with these pitches, you could actually have serious injuries. So as great as it is to take one for the team, it can really sometimes get you in trouble. As for the American League, Mark Canna is currently the leader. He's also leading the majors with 21 hit by pitches this year. Raymond Laureano took last year's for Oakland. So this would be back-to-back years for them. Carlos Gomez has had quite a run in recent years as well, 2018-2017 champion. There seems to quite be quite a lot of it. I mean, you know, I'm not surprised that there is so many guys that can repeat, but I mean, I it takes just such toughness to do this. It's incredibly impressive to me. But back to Jonathan India, I would like to go into some of his more advanced stats to see where this incredible year is coming from at this point in time i should say i don't see a world where jonathan india isn't the nl rookie of the year like something would have to legitimately change and most of most of what changes would probably have to be his play he'd have to get very cold at the end of the year look he's in the 88th percentile of chase rate 87th percentile of walk percentage that all goes incredibly far towards being a positive impact on your team. He's got 2.3 war this year with by far negative defensive impact as he's only in the second percentile in outs above average. So yeah, I mean, this is, this is a really a, a well-rounded page in baseball savant for a rookie to have here. Of course, you'd love to see him hit the ball a little harder, but at the end of the day, you're not striking out a ton. You're not chasing a ton, certainly chase rate in the 88th percentile. So, I mean, the barrels, I think, is only going to come with time. The exit velocity is only going to come with time. They might have a real find here, for their, especially for their fourth prospect in their sit- system. One more big story for the day before I will let you go. And that is going to come from the Pirates-Brewers matchup here. Of course, this will be a doubleheader today. The first game was quite a fireworks show. 
as there were a lot of hits here. Ended up with 26 combined hits, 18 combined runs, and most of those for the Pittsburgh Pirates as they take down the 70-win Milwaukee Brewers 14-4. But the bigger, the bigger number here in this one is Kevin Newman, the Pittsburgh shortstop, goes four for four with four doubles, tying the major league record for the most t- doubles in a single game. More impressively, all of those doubles came in consecutive innings, starting with his first at-bat in the third inning as Pittsburgh did not get much offense going in the first two. He comes up naturally in the third as the bottom of the order. He hits a double there, gets the lineup flipped back around in the fourth inning, hits a double there, and then again in the fifth and sixth as through that stretch, the Pirates managed to score four runs, two runs, six runs, and then two runs again. Really a well-played well offensive game from this team. Find some other interesting lines here. Hoy Park of former Yankees fame, Yankees, my Yankees minor league fame, I should say, uh, three for five in the RBI with two strikeouts out of the leadoff position. He's got an 804 OPS since coming up and playing with Pittsburgh. Where did the RBIs come from? Um, Brian Hayes had two RBIs. Brian Reynolds, two for three with four RBIs. Uh, a couple more two pieces here for them. So overall, a pretty well-rounded attack by them to be able to churn through so quickly. It also should be mentioned for a team of Pittsburgh's caliber, it's really impressive to see 14 runs be put up at any time, but especially in a seven inning game, they only got six innings. So 18 outs to be able to put up these 14 runs, which is absolutely fantastic. But at the same time, a disaster from Milwaukee, because normally under any normal circumstances, when you have a doubleheader, it appears that they will usually use the set starter for that day in the early game, and then they'll most likely bullpen through the rest. I'm not sure who they have projected to start in this second game for Milwaukee, but either way, they had to go through five different pitchers after Brett Anderson is only able to go three and a third, allowing six earned runs. They have to go through another five pitcher or four another four pitchers after him to be able to finish out this game, which isn't the amount of use and wear you want on your bullpen in the first game of a doubleheader. Of course, all right, I've got this up now. Aaron Ashby will be the starter against Mitch Keller. So yeah, they will have a technical starter just called up. He is their number one prospect in their organization. So at least they have somebody that they will hopefully want to keep out there and see how they do. But yeah, I mean, reasonably half your bullpen is unusable in this game. If he does have an issue, you could easily see yourself being swept at the hands of the Pirates if you are the Brewers. But that will be all we have today. Make sure you follow all of our accounts, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at MLB Daily Pod. Make sure you follow, uh, follow, subscribe, whatever uh, forum you're on, rate and review, and make sure you keep an eye out for best of MLB Daily on Unhinged Radio starting 
Monday at 5 p.m. Until then, or at least until next time, see you manana. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.